Hello, and welcome to Queen Bees, where two 80s babies that drink, curse, and tell it like it is are here to inspire, encourage, and empower others. No candy coating here, with the occasional cursing and lots of laughs. I am Tina, and I like white rum, true crime, and a good time. I'm Lisa, and I love riding my Harley, traveling the world, and a damn cold drink in my hand. What are you drinking tonight? What are we drinking tonight? What is it? It's the White Zinfandel. White Zinfandel? Okay. Did what was our challenge for last week? Oh, we asked people to So my challenge for myself was that I was gonna have Avery do some sort of pen pal thing. Did she do it at all yet or no? So we have it set up for her to do it, but she hasn't mailed it out yet. She started on it. So she drew the picture, but she didn't write the letter. Okay. We had a nerf war. Good. Some other fun things that happened this week is I got a couple new tattoos. I got Mm -hmm. my fingers done. And... The one for my grandma, I did a cross-stitching picture, and then it says dog grandma in Polish. Did you do anything exciting or fun this week? I drank all fucking weekend long. Well, that was fun and exciting. It was. <laughs> we saw some of Mike's, uh, high, well, one of Mike's high school buddies on Friday night, and we went over there for dinner, and it was literally supposed to be like just a few drinks. And then before we knew it, we were there forever because they haven't seen each other in so long. So it was just like talk, 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 talk. And then on Saturday, we had, again, no intention of like drinking and partying. A friend came over to cut the kids' hair. And I was like, well, let me make you a cocktail while you're doing their hair or whatever. Like three cocktails later, everyone was like, we're hungry. So I started making pizzas. And then more people just started showing up. So then we had a bonfire. And Which then, I showed up for. Yeah. And then um, at the bonfire, all the guys decided they were going to go golfing during the day, and all the girls were going to go get Bloody Marys. And then Josh, the one, got too drunk to get up and go golfing in the morning. So he came with the girls for Bloody Marys. (laughs) But I had my first, like, official Bloody Mary, and it was actually very good. Did you really like it? I loved it. Theirs were so good. I, When I say first official Bloody Mary, I say that because I've never gone to a bar and ordered one because I'm that chicken who like, I want to try new things, but I'm scared that I'm going to spend this money on it and hate it. And then I also don't really like complaining, you know, where I'll try to like choke it down. But I've had a couple at like people's houses or when we've been out with someone and they're like, Oh, this bloody Mary's really good. And I've tried it. And it's like, eh, it's okay. But we went to this place. Everyone was ranting and raving about, and they literally have like brunch on top of it. Like there was literally like sausage and cheese and, salami and celery oh, and I saw shrimp. I mean, everything yep there was shrimp there was pretzels um god there was so much more a carrot I don't think I've ever seen one with a carrot in it before but then I posted that on my Facebook feed and then a bunch of people were like "Ooh, you should try here and "Ooh, you should try there so now I got like a little list going I'm gonna find the best Bloody Mary around here <laughs> you'll have to if I liked drinking tomato juice I probably would like it I know how to make a killer Bloody Mary. 
but I don't care for it myself. But I'm not big on tomato juice. Well, and I felt that exact same way, but I feel like all of a sudden recently I'm liking tomato soup and tomato juice more than I have in my entire life. So I was like, eh, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I really don't like it. Like, get over it. Let's just go. And seeing as I was going with a bunch of people who love Bloody Marys, I figured if I really didn't like it, someone else would drink it and I'll just yeah, order just something finish it up else. For you. But I did actually very much so enjoy it. And I'm not a huge vodka person either. Um, at least I haven't found a lot of drinks with vodka that I really love. I'm definitely a big rum person. So that was my other thing too of like, if I don't like tomato juice and I don't like vodka, why would I? But theirs was really good. They have the secret ingredient and they won't even tell you, they won't tell you what it is or what's in it or what it's related to, but they literally have like this big squirt bottle. It's like a big brown one. So you can't even see like their magic mix. Uh, uh. So I think that really added to it. And everyone was talking about different places they've gone, how this one does Worcestershire sauce and this one does, you know, this or that or whatever it happens to be. So it was a little learning experience. Lots and lots of drinking this weekend. That's what I did. Sometimes that's just what the doctor orders. Mm Mm-hmm. And we'll continue drinking tonight. All right, well, if you're liking what you're hearing, make sure to... Drop us some stars that really boosts us up on the charts so we can reach more people, spread the love, and if you want to drop a review, we will shout you out on a future episode. All you got to do is if you're in the Apple podcast, just scroll all the way down when you're in our show and then just hit the stars and review. They... You can also rate on a couple of other ones, and I'll have the link in the show notes if you are on an Android device or on the web listening. So let's cue the music and dive in. All right, let's do this. What are we talking about today? Punishing our kids. Yes. Punishing those crotch grab... Punishing those crotch goblins that have gotten out of control. So this was Lisa's idea because she recently had to lay down the law. I did. Why did, what were the kids doing that you had to lay down the law? Um, well, the specific one that broke the camel's back was they left the yard without letting me know. So that was the last straw. Um, but it essentially, I mean, it's been an ongoing problem where they think a maid lives here that's going to clean up after them all the time. And I keep telling them there's no maid that lives here, but they just keep leaving garbage places or their plates instead of putting them in the sink or the dishwasher when they're done and just leave them on the counter or the table, empty boxes in the cupboard, garbage wrappers laying around, things like that. And I've been finding them also in places that they're not supposed to have food. Like under their bed? Yes. So uh, it started out that I was just kind of getting after them again about a lot of the usual things. And then I specifically told them before they could go back on the trampoline, they needed to put their dishes in the dishwasher. So rinse them and put them in the dishwasher. And a little bit of time went by and I go outside to check on them because they were, it was a nice day and they were eating outside. Um... The plates were sitting outside, um, catching bugs, you know, 
per use. And um, the kids were nowhere to be found. And I started like hollering for them and they weren't coming. And I thought, well, maybe they came inside and went in the basement so they don't hear me and look and look and look and then sure, sure enough, they were totally gone. And I just like flipped my lid. I'm like this is completely unacceptable. Not only have you been doing these multiple things for some time now, and I have been getting after them to some extent, but this was like the final straw of like, that's it. I'm laying the hammer down, like full on your ass is grass. Like bring it on. The fury <laughs> yeah. has come. You have awoken the bear inside. Yes, very much so. Um, so that was the start of it. And I explained to them that, you know, even though I was very angry, I was like, do you understand why I'm so angry? And they're like, yeah, because we didn't listen. And I'm like, it's not just because you didn't listen. You left the yard and they were specifically riding their bikes um, over by my husband, who was just down the road working on a side job. Um, so they just wanted to go by their dad. And I understand that. But in the meantime, they went out on a public road on their bikes. Now, we live in the middle of nowhere, so there's very minimal traffic. But if somebody came through here and hit them with their car, they could also very easily drive off with no one ever seeing a single thing. Or snatch them up and put them in their car and drive away. Or, sorry for all the oars, but what can I say? Um, we also have bears in our area, and they are coming out of hibernation, and it would be nothing for Mama Bear to be walking across the road or in the ditch line with her cubs, and if they're closer to the cubs, you know, she could feel very threatened, especially by them moving very quickly on a bicycle. Absolutely, and lose her shit. Oh, yeah. So I explained to him, like, there's all of these reasons. That's why you don't leave the yard without letting me know, because if you went missing, who knows how long it would be before I realize that you're missing. So this is completely unacceptable. So my mom brain flipped a switch and I came up with some really, really good ideas on how to punish your children. <laughs> I have a few in my back pocket. I had some issues with my oldest a couple of years ago. When she was posting some inappropriate things, not like sexual or or dirty pictures that way, just things that she should not have been videotaping herself doing, and using some illegal products and substances. So she was grounded for an entire summer, and I gave her a long list of things to do to keep her occupied and busy so that she wouldn't have time to be doing naughty things. So my kids are um, 11 and about to be 9. So the things that I conjured up here to have my children do um, were actually a lot of cleaning things. And because it's springtime and there's so many like spring cleaning things that need to be done around here, uh, I actually went full on and I made them do a ton of it themselves as part of their punishment, which let me tell you what, that really worked out very well for me because some of those things I did not want to do. <laughs> um, but washing of the windows, I had them wash all the windows, um, and the sliding glass doors inside and out. And... All, that included all the mirrors in the house everywhere, whether it was my bathroom, their bathroom, their bedroom, if they have one in there, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was one. And if anywhere they didn't do a good enough job, I would show them how to do it better and have them do it again. 
Um, I thought that that one was a fairly easy one, especially for even younger kids, because even if they don't do a very good job and you just show them how to do it a little bit better, I feel like it's it's a fairly easy task, you know, windows and, and doors and mirrors and things like that. Totally agree with that one. Um, so that was one. And then due to them continually leaving the empty boxes and wrappers and things like that, I actually had them go in the cupboard and completely empty out the entire like snack drawer along with the all of the cereal drawer because that's another one where they'll put the boxes back, like not closed. So like the cereal starts to get stale or they put it back and it's cracked open. So when they set it down, like it, if it tips over, it spills out. So I had them take absolutely everything out of those two shelves. I had them clean the shelf itself. So like the whole bottom, like wipe this all down. And then you're going to put everything back and you're going to organize it. And it's going to be extremely neat or I'll make you do it again. So they did those two. And they actually did pretty well on both of those. And then I had them move along to the refrigerator. And that one was a little harder. And this is obviously for slightly older kids. I definitely wouldn't do this as a punishment for a five or six-year-old because I think it's just a little too complicated. But if you do have that five or six-year-old, certainly organizing the cupboards is so simple for them to just take everything out, kind of wipe it down a little bit and put it all back. Um, I've got a few for some of those younger kids that are really easy ones. If you do have a kid that's like, say, eight or under, not that they're going to be necessarily getting into drugs or doing something major, major, but a few things to maybe kind of reinstill that there are consequences for bad choices. Say it's they didn't follow their bedtime or they snuck up on the gaming system when they weren't supposed to be on it or took candy when they weren't supposed to, you know, things like that. Or not doing their homework. Yep. They can clean out the Tupperware cabinet, organize the lids and then the bottoms. That's something fairly simple for the younger kids between ages like five and eight, because it's pretty much like a matching game. They can brush the dog. They can break down cardboard boxes for those Amazon ordering freaks. <clears throat> Lisa. What? <laughs> Just those ones. Um, I did say in an earlier episode about cleaning out your toy box for the children. Um, and that's, I feel like another one that I don't care what age the kid is. They can always do that. Literally, um, you can either dump their toy box or toy chest completely out and make them, you know, kind of organize and tidy up the toys and put all the toys back. Or maybe you even have them pick out some toys that they can donate. Or if it's, you know, busted up toys or toys that had multiple pieces and now you're missing half of them, you can certainly you know, have them get rid of those toys. Um, that's another one for younger kids that I find to be really easy. And even older kids, I still have my daughter do that on a regular basis. She doesn't have a toy box per se these days, but I'll have her, you know, go through her closet and the things that she does play with and have her kind of organize and tidy up. Um, but specifically uh, in the instance that I was referring to, I did actually have them completely clean the fridge. And I mean, all of it. They took every single thing in the entire fridge out. They wiped all of it down and then they were supposed to put it all back. And then I came and checked it and it was not done 
to the standard of cleanliness that I wanted it to be done. And I feel that one, they were being punished and two, they're plenty old enough to do a little bit better of a cleaning job than they did. So I came back and I showed them a couple things like how to take the plastic drawers out of the actual fridge so then they could put them in the sink and actually wash wash them versus just wiping them out. Right. Um, so I had that. And then I actually showed them how to take the glass pieces out of the fridge, like all the glass shelves. And I had them clean all of those with the windshield um, Windex like washing um, spray. Uh, I took those out and I put them back just because I was more so worried that one of them would accidentally drop them. Right, but they, like you said, they are, what ages again? 11 and about to be 9. I did have my oldest clean out the fridge really, really good, and I left that completely up to her. But at the time, she was 15, so depending on how old they are, some of that they can completely do on their own and then... Like with yours being younger yet, but still kind of almost to that. Right. And give them a chance to try to clean it on their own first. Because I feel like that also, one, was extra punishment that they had to do it again. And two, uh, quite a learning lesson for them. Because I showed them how to rip that whole thing apart. I took all the shelves out of the door, made made them wash all of them in the sink. I even showed them how to take... Um, like a hot soapy rag and wring it out, which that part they knew. But then I took a butter knife and like put it inside of the rag so that they could get in the little cracks and crevices. Yep. So my daughter actually, I know she was supposed to be in trouble, but she actually thought that, that was super cool. So she wanted to do that whole part. That's because she likes cleaning. She's a weirdo like us. <laughs> I know. She likes all that stuff too, like the cooking and the baking and all that crap. But anyway, back to point. So that was another really good one that I came up with for them. Um, I also had them go through, um, you know, earlier uh, Tina had mentioned brushing of the dog. I had them go through and organize the dog's stuff too. So like put all the leashes together and, you know, put all the, um, like uh, our dog Thor does have one of those pincher collars. He doesn't need it anymore, but it's hanging back there. Um, with all the other stuff. So I just had them kind of organize it. And then from the foster puppies that we have, we have a lot of extras. And since we more recently foster failed with uh, Little Miss Rose, I was having them kind of put away like, these are the extra things we're not going to be needing for a while. So get these extra leashes out of here. Let's get them downstairs. Um, uh, Donate some of the ones that we bought back to the rescue for people who are going to need them now. All that kind of stuff. Um, and then I had him do, uh, some outside chores. Number one, go outside and pick up all that dog shit. Cause I am not that doing on it. my list too. Dog shit 101. Go get it all. And then I told him like, if I have to come out there and you guys missed a bunch of piles, like for every pile you miss, I'm going to find another chore for you guys to have to do. And tell you what, they scoured that yard. <laughs> yes. Our, my two youngest are 10 and 11. And they recently lost their tablets due to fighting with each other. And then my husband told them that they could do to earn their tablets back was to clean up every single speck of dog turds in the yard. And if they missed one, they were not getting their tablet back. And they had to actually work together without fighting on top of that. So, like, one can't just do all of it while the other one sits and watches and... They can't be fighting with each other of who's going to grab which pile of poop and whatnot. And that was something I told them, too, because at one point when I gave them the list to initially start, 
Um, there was a couple other things on there that were very basic and simple, like vacuum that they do on a regular basis. So they knew they were like talking to each other, concocting a plan on who should do what and how they should do stuff. And I was just, I pretty much, I was actually working from home in the basement at the time so I could hear them. And I was pretty much like, shut the fuck up and just start doing the chores or I'm going to give you more. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I will give them credit. At least they weren't bickering. They were honestly like concocting a plan, but you're wasting time concocting a plan. Like just freaking do it already. Seriously. And with that, they are automatically responsible of taking care of the cats that they wanted. So they already naturally every day have to scoop the litter boxes. And I added to that list of having them actually hand wash when they were um, had hot soapy water for the fridge and stuff, actually hand wash the cat food and water dishes so that they were nice and clean and then refill them. So that's super easy. Even if the kids are little, it's nothing. You know, maybe you don't want them messing around in the hot soapy water, but to have them bring it over to you and to put it back or refill it, you know, as long as they're old enough to walk and not spill water. Otherwise, if you're worried about that, then, you know, put it back first and even have them take like a little cup and refill it. We'll be right back after a brief message about our sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Those aren't bad ones. I have had them do the dog poop. My husband has also had them move um, wood, obviously weight appropriate size for right. and their ages. So if they're smaller, obviously they're going to be picking up like twigs and sticks and that kind of stuff. And then for Ark... Your kids and my younger kids, they can do some of the smaller logs and stuff like that. And then obviously if they're a teenager, they can do some of the little bit bigger pieces. And we've also had them like start finding unique ways or creative ways to get the jobs done when you are moving wood. Like go get that wagon, that little red wagon, fill that up. Right. You know, things like that. And then they start working together after a while and do actually get things done. I'll have my son, who is 10, cut the grass. I've had them pull weeds in the garden. Now, almost any age child can do that because it's pretty much you point at a weed. Well, not any age child. Let's say five and up. Because if they're a toddler, obviously they're not really going to be distinguishing between a plant and a weed. But I've had them pull weeds from the garden as a punishment because that's the most tedious summer job out of all. And they all hate doing it. 
Raking leaves is another one that you can do from probably, I'd say, seven to eight and up. Because that's, and depending on the size of your yard too. If you have a smaller yard and just a few trees where it's not going to take them a whole month to do it. Uh, my kids have helped out with that one to some extent. So Avery has not been uh, able to rake per se, but um, usually my husband will actually do most of the raking. I'll help with some of it depending on um, like what's all going on. But generally like he'll do it, you know, a few nights out of the week while I'm making dinner or something. He'll rake it into a couple of piles and then he actually has the kids come out and take the piles and either put them into like the really large garbage bags or we actually have like a big hole in the back of our, it's not even really our yard. It's like the far woods, but it kind of is like a big drop off. So what they'll do is actually bust out a tarp and they'll move the leaves onto the tarp and then drag the whole tarp to the hole and throw them all in the hole. Right. And when they were younger, the other thing that they used to do is sometimes if my husband would wait too long to cut the grass, you get some grass clippings in the yard. So my husband would kind of do like a quick rake job of that. And they would put the grass clippings in their like Tonka trucks. And they thought it was just like the funniest thing ever that they would, and they just use their hands. I didn't care that they got dirty, whatever. I would um, put them in the bathtub or whatever. Um, they'd take the grass clippings and throw them in the back of their big Tonka trucks because they were like, I don't know, maybe 18 to 24 inches long, depending on which Tonka truck they had with like the big dump box. Right. They can use their toys or wagons or even if they have their own kid sized wheelbarrows. Right. So there's plenty of combinations of ways that you guys can do stuff like that. Um, and even just, you know, after a storm or whatever, a little bit of debris cleanup or something, depending on what time of year it is that you're looking for something to do to have your kids do. And these things don't only have to be punishments. I mean, these could also be chores that you give your kids on a regular basis. I mean, obviously the fridge cleaning thing, like a psycho, like I did, is probably a little much for like a regular cleaning. But for my kids being in trouble and for what they did, I felt like the punishment fit the crime, you know? They right. got to learn a lesson, and that was a darn good way, in my opinion, for them to learn a lesson versus spanking or, you know, kneeling for a really long period of time or, you know, just being grounded with no toys and nothing to do and just locked in your room um, or whatever form that you normally would, you know, punish a child who's, you know, not listening, not behaving, disrespecting you as a parent or a guardian, Um there's got to be some kind of punishment. And I felt that, you know, some of these things that I came up with were pretty damn good. I, I was impressed with myself. I'm going to give myself a couple couple points here, a little, little pat on the back. <laughs> pat, 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 pat. When my oldest was being naughty, I had her, and since she was 14 going on 15, I gave her much more intricate and detailed jobs that would take long periods of time because I was really pissed. Right. Like, Beyond pissed. I had her completely detail my vehicle inside and out. I had her take everything out of my vehicle. I had her wash all of the rugs the with the cleaner machine. All that mumbo jumbo, make it all nice and shiny and everything. I did have her clean the fridge really good. I had her empty out every single one of my spice containers, wash them, and then refill them and organize the spice shelf in alphabetical order. 
which may have been a little over the top, but like I said, I was pissed. The bear came out. I did have her shovel out our fire pit. I would not suggest giving this to a young child at all, especially if you burn anything that is not just like leaves and branches and wood. Right, if you burn pallets and there's nails and possible like large staples and stuff just to be on the safe side. Absolutely, and we were safe. She did have safety gloves on. That That's just normal equipment that I have at my house for myself and my husband when we do any kind of Yard work, yard work, we have cut safe gloves, and both my husband and I have steel toe boots when we're doing any kind of construction type work or extensive yard work, like with a chainsaw and stuff like that. So she wore my steel toe boots and the proper protective equipment to do it. I'm going to be honest, I don't own steel toe boots, and I am a horrible person who has used a chainsaw without the proper gear on. I mean, I'm going to say you should probably, I mean, you should definitely You have should the definitely probably. not probably. You should definitely. <laughs> you definitely My husband almost cut gear. his toe off, even with steel toe boots. So he will not, he insists that I wear the proper protective equipment when we are doing any kind of jobs like that. Understandable. I have also had my kids clean out my vehicle. Um, again, sometimes they leave their garbage and stuff like that in there. So that was just like a another course of this whole punishment situation where I was like, you know what? You guys are going to stop leaving garbage in my car all the time. Like I'm sick and tired of this. And it's always something stupid, like a water bottle that they drank like 80% of it out of there. Like just take it. You like, you had to get out of the house or out of the car to go in the house. Like take it in with you. Finish it. You know, if it's something that you're totally done with, like a, a Sunny D bottle or something, put it in the garbage. Right. And for those kids that are more like 8 to 12, no, you don't necessarily have to have them do a full-on detail. But cleaning all the garbage out of there, getting any extra socks that they took off for a long ride and then shoved in between the seats, they can vacuum it out. That's, Which I did do. It's still a fairly easy job for even the younger kids, to at least just simply vacuum it out. Our and then take a nice wet rag, not not dripping water, but like a quick wipe down on the seats where they have crumbs crushed in and stuff. If you have leather seats. If you don't have leather seats, then obviously you don't want to do any kind of wipe down of that. No, you want to get a green machine. Um, I did take, I actually snuck, uh, not snuck, I, um, snagged some quarters out of our like little jar and I did have the kids actually went to like one of those little vacuum places. It's like 75 cents to run the vacuum. And I let Avery vacuum it out. I shouldn't say let, I told her she had to, but she was like totally having a bomb doing that. I don't know that that was really very much of a punishment either because she seemed to very much so like it, but. Well, you can always send her over. I still need my patio and deck furniture cleaned. I'll give her a scrub brush, a sponge, and some soap, and she can have a blast. Which would be a couple other things that I would have given to any of my kids. If you have a leaf blower, you can also consider, like, leaf blowing off the deck. Or, you know, in the springtime, those edges of the bushes and things that the leaves seem to really get caught in. And you can't really, like, rake because it's too close to either, like, the trees or might be in where you have, like, shrubbery or flowers coming up. 
Um, so those are all good little ones too. Um, the other thing that I came up with, which this can literally be for any age. Um, so as you, as you exit our house and you go out the back deck and you come down to the bottom of the stairs, we actually have this like rock area that goes all the way around the whole deck. Well, from people coming on and off the deck all the time, some of the stones come out and they go into the grass. And I told them they had to go out there and pick up all the stones in the grass and put them back in the rock bed. They both <laughs> hated that one so much. And it's so easy, but it is tedious. Like, so I personally hate doing it. I try to just, like, every time I take the dogs, I'll just grab a couple and throw them back in the rock bed. Probably, like, knowing what I know now, I probably wouldn't have put rock right there. I would have probably done something else, but it's too freaking late now. You know so. what age child would absolutely love doing that fucking shit? Is a toddler. Probably. Absolutely. They'd be the ones that would have just loved to pick up rocks in the yard. And these don't necessarily have to be punishments either. You could use any one of these as, say, extra chores for them to earn money. Or instead of if you don't want to pay your kids money, they can earn, say, gift cards for the Xbox or their tablets, however you buy their games. Or if they place any kind of games, they can earn money towards those games. Like our kids play Fortnite, so we could, like, if you do these things, I'll buy you, like, a thousand V-Bucks or things like that. Or an iTunes card, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. And there's so many other things out there, too, where... Um, you know, like you were saying, you know, whether it's chore money or you don't want to do it that way. I mean, maybe some of these things are just things that you need to add to the regular list that they're just responsible for. Because as I, I know, I've said this in previous podcasts, I refuse to be that mom who lets my children go out into the world and they have no idea how to do anything. Like they don't know how to work a washing machine. They don't know how to fold their laundry. They, they don't know how to run a dishwasher. They don't know how to wash dishes. Like what are they going to do? Buy paper plates and forks for the rest of their life? Like, come on, be realistic. Absolutely. They need to know how to wash their damn undies. They need to know how to clean their dishes. And they darn well need to know how to clean up after themselves. They do need to know about certain seasons where you do different cleanings too, though. Like spring and fall when you pull out your fridge and stove to vacuum the back of the fridge so that the vents don't get all clogged up with dust and lint and underneath it and same with the stove and same with your washer and dryer cleaning those out on a regular basis or every so many months so that you don't start your house on fire because your lint trap is so clogged up with lint and what would be a few other like say spring things well, cleaning your patio furniture or your patio or deck or... What? Windows inside and out was my big thing. Like, yeah, I clean them a little bit in the winter, but sometimes it's so cold that this, you know, the spray... And at least where we live, you know, this, it's so cold if you try to clean the outside of, like, our big sliding patio door where the dogs, you know, put their yes. nose on. It'll freeze before you even get to wipe it up because it's so freaking cold here sometimes. So, like, windows for us is a big thing. So I find it so gross... In my own house, I mean, if I go, to, it's funny, like I go to other people's houses and I think like how nice everything looks, but then I come home to my house and it, it's fairly clean, but I look around and I just think like, God, we live in a pigsty, but it is like a pet so peeve of mine when the back sliding door so. just looks disgusting. And I think it's because it's like, 
in the center of everything for us, like, because our home is so, like, wide open, you have that open concept, so, like, you can see outside that door all the time, and then it just looks like a hot mess. I don't know. You feel like it's... I feel like everyone's, like, staring at it. it. (laughs) See it more often. True. I doubt that anyone's actually even noticing it. I don't notice it, and I'm over here all the damn time. See, and that's one of the things where, like, I look at it, and it's like... You notice that own shit at your house and other people don't always see that stuff. But even like if you if you have carpeting, maybe renting one of those machines to clean the carpets out once a year. Or like I said, your vehicles. I clean my vehicle out twice a year, every spring and every fall, like a deep clean. But I also switch out And I take all of, like, the extra blankets and gloves and things that I have stashed in there for my winter months in case I ever get into an accident and need those things. Take all that out once spring comes. Swap it out for, like, an extra beach towel, sunscreen, bug spray. You know, swap those kinds of things out in my vehicle. But that's the kind of area where we live. Agreed. You can also do, like, cleaning out the garage or organizing, having having the kids out there helping Dad organize the tools or keeping them organized. You know? Oh, fuck that one. Sorry. Yeah, Not in my house. My garage is... <laughs> my husband is so disgustingly unorganized. It looks like a tornado went through our garage, like, every minute of the day. Even when he's, like, done cleaning it, it still looks like shit. It, and I have to just, that's one of those things, like, my OCD kicks in, and I just, I have to let it go, because it's, like, way more his space than it is mine. Mine, too. And I know we're married, and everything's shared, and blah, 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 and I'm not knocking anybody who feels like that's their space, too. Um, and don't get me wrong, like, my things where I'm like, hey, my Harley's parked over here, don't fucking touch it or else, like, nobody touches it. But I'm not organizing his tools, because I know five seconds later he's never going to put anything back. So I just, I, I learned to just leave it alone. My husband has gotten better over over the years. Like, when we first got together, it was just complete chaos. And I'm like, I can't even find a fucking tape measure in here. I, you got to at least put something back. So then when we totally reorganized the garage last spring, he hung all of his tools up on the wall and took a Sharpie and went around each and every single item and then wrote inside there what goes where. Doesn't mean it always gets put back there, but at least they have a spot now. So right. when I go out there, I know that the tape measure is going to be on the far back wall. And the level is going to be on the right wall. I still don't mess with his regular toolbox and if I can't find something, I'll just wait till he gets home to ask him because I'm not searching through there. <laughs> Understandable. Well, that is all of my ramblings for one evening. What do you want to do for a challenge this week? I thought that people could send us what they do when their kids are acting like monsters. What are some things that they do as punishments or just way creative ways of correcting or redirecting their kids so that we could learn something as well. So you can email us at queenbeespodcast at gmail.com 
or join our Queen Bee's Wrap session on Facebook and comment there. We would also love for you to drop us some stars on iTunes as well as a review. If you drop a review, we will shout you out in a future episode. It really helps us grow and reach more people. And we will also have the link in the show notes for any other apps that you can leave a rating and review. Sweet. All right. Well, until next time.